Isn't he married? Um, he's not married, no. What? But they... What? <gasps> what? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he is, like, her mentor for yeah. the whole series. And it the power dynamic is, like, a yeah, little bit like weird. It's like Celine Dion. Yeah, oh, and... No. everybody welcome to byob the bring your own book podcast my name is nikki and i'm kelly and this week we're joined by tilly as we talk to her about her favorite childhood book read i was gonna say her favorite childhood favorite it's a little (laughs) redundant but it is wild magic by tamra pierce or Tamora, as Tilly likes to say, which also <laughs> is how I read it. So yeah. I was really surprised when I heard that it is Tamara. But I mean, I guess yeah. that is her name. So that's <laughs> fine. What am I doing about it? Yeah. <laughs> so to get started with this episode, we're going to get Tilly to read the synopsis for us. So we're all on the same page. Young Dane's knack with horses gets her a job helping the royal horse mistress drive a herd of ponies to Tartal. It soon becomes clear that Dane's talent, despite her struggles to hide it, is downright magical. Horses and other animals not only obey the mysterious girl, they come to her and seem to listen to her words. But Dane will have to learn to trust humans before she can come to terms with her powers, her past, and herself. There's a second part that's more like, set in Tartal during the reign of King Jonathan III, which is like, what is... <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. We we know what's happening. That's right. That's right. Oh my god. Oh my god. I'm so excited to talk about this book, you guys. It's so and special to me. <laughs> Kelly and I haven't read the book before, so this is totally yeah. new experience for us. <laughs> Kelly, do you want to talk a little bit about what your your experience was like? Sure. So while I haven't read well english while i hadn't read this book before i have read alana or alana as they alana. said in the audiobook which i was like what mm-hmm. yeah that's also not my truth yeah. i'm saying alana till the day i die yeah i was like alana like <laughs> i don't know nothing wrong with that but i don't know her so um <laughs> i read that book so I knew kind of a little bit about the world, but not a lot. I just was like, And you only oh. read it last year, right? For the yes. first time. Yes. Right. So I was like, okay, some of this I know. And when she shows up in the book, I was like, oh my God, I messaged Tilly. And I was like, is this the same? Yes, it is. <laughs> so <laughs> I liked this book better than Alana, like Tilly mm-hmm. predicted. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, I gave this a three and a half out of five because I don't know if I would have read this as a kid just because like... I think I was more, I didn't read a lot of fantasy as a kid. Mm-hmm. I read like Harry Potter, but in terms of fantasy, not a lot. Like I read a lot of like mystery, adventure, and then I skipped right on over to like contemporary teen. Mm-hmm. Like I don't right. know. But I had a good time. I really liked that. I like all the animal stuff because yeah. I would have liked that if I could like talk to animals, you know, it would have been like what's going on you know like I, yeah i Just have like so, that yeah, yeah. literally I'm like I, I have a disney princess dream of like just calling the animals to me and she could do that yeah, yeah. And i'm like excuse me um but i gave it a three and a half because i th- i don't know if i missed something 
or if it just gets explained later. But I was a little confused as to why this adventure was happening. Like, why she goes with Anua at the beginning, but then I wasn't exactly sure, like, what what was going on. And then things started happening, and I was like, okay, like, this is happening now. But I didn't know, like, the overarching why, I guess, Mm -hmm. which I was like, Maybe I missed it. I don't know, which we can talk about. Because <laughs> I was like, yeah. I don't know if I missed it. But I also liked the magic system because I felt kind of like, kind of like the poppy war, but not at all. <laughs> Only in the sense that like, they have meditation time. And it's all about like, focusing on like, your what? mental power to get your mm-hmm. magic to work and everything. And I thought that was really cool. And it wasn't just like, say these words, you know, it was like, this is how you have to focus your mind, you have to channel your energy, like all that I really liked. So yeah, it was fun. And it was definitely something that I don't know if I would have liked as a kid, but I can understand it better and enjoy it as an adult, you know, yeah, which I think is good too with kids books, because the other books we read too, I enjoyed them as an adult. And like, I think a good kid book, you can enjoy at any time in your life or like yeah. not just at one specific time, you know? Because, mm-hmm. yeah, writing skills. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, they're Agreed. important. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I'll talk next and then we'll talk to Tilly about her like experience reading it as a kid and now. Um, so I initially gave this book two and a half and the longer I sit with it, the higher my rating gets because I was kind of in the same boat as Kelly reading, um, being like, what or like, why are they putting so much, um, like they're putting so much pressure and like, this girl is gonna like help us with all of our problems and i'm like but why do they feel that way Mm. and what yeah she's because she's good with the horses cool (laughs) apparently animals are smarter once they're around her they think more like humans and i'm like cool i want to know more about that i feel like i i did get through the whole book kind of being like i don't really understand but I think I do want to read the next one because I think this was just a very long setup mm-hmm. for something real to happen. The more that I sat with it, I was like, I was like, I don't know if I like this book, but there was something about it that I kept thinking about mm-hmm. the plot. And it really made me feel um, a lot of similar ways to The Golden Compass by Philip Pullman. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's when I was like, I think I need to read. I I really need to read the next one because I think that I just, I need more answers. Mm-hmm. But there was something about Dane. Uh, I don't, probably just her talking to the animals and stuff that really reminded me of Lyra. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I need more, I think. So it, it's weird. Like I, I got done. And I was like, I don't know. And the more that I said, I'm like, yeah, this is cool. <laughs> that's great (laughs) that's how i felt about pendragon too the first time i read the first book i was like i didn't like that and then the more i sat with it i was like i really liked that (laughs) confusion just takes the brain a second to catch up yeah i haven't read pendragon so i don't know anything so good about it so Well, I'm glad you both enjoyed it. I saw you both, your ratings on Goodreads, and I had a moment of like, oh no, maybe they didn't like it, which was like, that's sad 
for me, right. but I'm, it's nice to talk about it because um, I totally get where you're coming from, both of you. Um, it, I, I agree with Nikki. I think a lot of the stuff kind of gets explained. This is a, a little quartet. Mm-hmm. So there are four books and they are all kind of like, once you get the whole picture, I feel like everything makes right. more sense. Yeah. And then for me, like knowing the whole picture, going back and reading just this one, it feels really good as a standalone, but okay. I can totally see how it like maybe wouldn't if you don't know everything that happens. Because this is yeah, like a um, Marvel megaverse kind of thing. Yeah, kind of. Yeah. yeah. Which is cool. It's, pretty, it's very cool that way. <laughs> yeah. and almost all of her books are set in this kingdom and you get different characters. Um, this book is really, really special to me. I've read it a lot over the years. I actually, my childhood copy has an inscription in it from my grandfather Ooh. who gave it to me at Christmas 2001. So it's been in my life for 22 years. I just had to read the inscription because it's so cute. It says, Dear Tilly, maybe the start of a long relationship in brackets, it's a series, dot, 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 dot. And it's, (laughs) he was right because it has been in my, in my life a long time. I love Um, that. Yeah, he actually gave me both the, this book and the second one, Wolf Speaker, mm. and not knowing because I was young and dumb that they were uh, one and two, I actually read Wolf Speaker first and was even more confused than you two oh, are. Oh no! It's <laughs> <laughs> like, what is happening? Why are all these people talking like they know each other? I don't know them, but I loved it. And Wolf Speaker, I think, has kind of more plot going on right away that I think you would latch on to. So right. I would encourage you both to read it. Okay. Um, in general. I love almost all of Tamora. I'm going to call her Tamora because that's my truth. (laughs) I love almost all of Tamora's books. Um, This series has always had like a really special place in my heart because of the animals. I really related to Dane and just being like kind of quiet and like smart and like having her own thing going on. Mm -hmm. Um, And I just, I don't know. I just like love the kingdom. I love the fantasy. I love the way magic works. Mm -hmm. It's not really well explained here, but basically the whole thing with Dane is that Okay, so first of all, there's a particular kind of magic that most people have. It's called the gift, and you're either born with it or not. And you can have like kind of different ways that the gift works for you, right. but it's pretty much always the same. And okay. the reason that Dane is so different is because she has wild magic, which is different. It doesn't get affected by the same things that the gift does, and it works in a completely different way. So I think that's why they're all more willing to trust her, mm. is because Numer, who's like a really powerful mage, can like see her magic and see how it works differently. Anyway, I'm getting into the weeds now because I'm just like, I'm, I'm nerding out about these books. But I just really love this series. It's really, really special to me. And I'm so glad to be talking about it. It's five stars, of course. Yeah. <laughs> I like really one. liked... No. <laughs> um, <laughs> one star. I really liked in the book, and this is the part that I, I'm most interested to read about in the next book, they say kind of like in passing like all of these monsters are coming here and they're they're monsters that were trapped by gods or something Mm -hmm. and they're Mm -hmm. all coming here and i think it was new mare or maybe dane says like i think there are monsters like they're not coming Mm. here they're coming back yeah here and they were from this place because it was like the first time we see the what are they called the wing storm wings storm wings mm-hmm. and we see shawnee bitter claws and mm-hmm. her and her kind of men come in her mm-hmm. it's a her right yeah. she's a queen yeah. yeah okay yeah the the first time we see them i i was like what is happening <laughs> and then we see them again and i'm like there was no explanation what is happening yeah. and so i i feel like i need that 
backstory, which I'm assuming is going to come from maybe new characters or whatever, more explanation mm-hmm. and talk in the next book. Because I was like, this doesn't make any sense. Right yeah, now. you're going to get a really satisfying arc with that storyline. Okay. Yeah. The series is actually called The Immortals. So it's all about like this kind of the immortals, the monsters and like the griffins and everybody kind of coming right. back into this world. Okay. And like how we deal with that and how like right. the characters deal with it. Some when these- I was reading Sorry, no, I was no. going to say when I was reading the part with the griffin, it was making me think of the 1999 Hallmark version of Alice in Wonderland, where Christopher Ooh. Lloyd plays the griffin and um, Gene Wilder plays the mock turtle and they dance on a soup bowl rim. Anyway, so that was Whoa, like all I thought about. Specific. <laughs> that was all I thought about during the griffin part. And I think that, that maybe so it took the tone of the griffins down for me because <laughs> I was like, I think they're supposed to be really cool and a big deal, but I'm like picturing Gene Wilder tap dancing. <laughs> on the side of the soup bowl so anyway that was just a side note some really good movie some of these monsters i was like what this is a kid's book i know a spider excuse me tilly a spider with a human face like that creepy i'm sorry yeah that creepy toy in toy story sid's toy with like like the middle (laughs) yeah yeah awful (gasps) That's my sound for the metal legs moving. It's perfect. (laughs) Well, I read it and I was like, oh my god, how old were you when you read this? Were you like freaked out by any of these descriptions? Absolutely. Yeah, I think I was probably eight. um, Because if it was 22 years ago, yeah, I would have been eight. Yeah, because I was like, this is scary. (laughs) Like, picturing some of them. They're scary and they're they're really visceral and a lot of the like... The whole thing with the storm wings is that they're like war creatures. Like mm-hmm. they feed on like fear and mm-hmm. blood and like carcasses. Like that's their whole their whole thing. And yeah, it, it's it's pretty intense. Um, uh-huh. Tamara Pierce worked as a social worker for a long time and like a like a, a kind of a mother of a foster home. Oh. Um, not a mother, but like um like a what's the word? Like she was like the guardian of the the young foster home. Okay. okay. And I think that informs a lot of her writing is she writes about like trauma and like mm. children kind of like finding their ways out of it and how they deal with like difficult life situations right. and especially like young women empowering themselves. So that's what I was really drawn to as a kid was like the girl saves herself in all of her books. You know, like she has another series about a lady knight. There's mm-hmm. Alana, but then there's also another series um, with Kelladry of Mindelin, who is like a lady knight okay. um, who goes through a lot of stuff too. And and I don't know, I always felt so like empowered by by her stories, especially right. as like kind of a young shy kid. And feeling like I wasn't very confident, I couldn't like fight with swords or whatever. Maybe that's why I connected more with Dane than with Alana or Kel, because like Dane Dane isn't about sword fighting, yeah. she's about like speaking and caretaking. Yeah. Um, right. But yeah, I just I just love her books for that for that reason. Mm-hmm. So Alana the Lioness is mm-hmm. Alana from the other series. Yeah. I hadn't yeah, read I- it, but I knew you guys talked about it and Kelly said that she had read it. And then when the I was reading book, this book, yeah. I was like, oh, it has to be her. So yeah. does she always have overlap like that in her books? Yeah. Mm. Alana shows up quite a lot. Um, I think Dane shows up in the Kel books. Mm. Uh, there's another little tri- like tu- duology with Alana's daughter, um, which is really, really good. She's like, a, she becomes like a spy master. She gets kidnapped. Oh, nice. It's like she falls in love with a crow man. It's amazing. What? Uh, he's a man <laughs> who's also a crow. What? Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, yeah, there's pretty much overlap in almost all of her books. And like the king and queen, Jonathan and Thea, show up again and again. Mm-hmm. They're both in the Atlanta books. Um, yeah, it's just, it is truly like a c- cinematic universe. <laughs> That's I so have cool. a funny note that is not... <laughs> I was reading this. I was like, Kelly, this is a kid's book. Like, relax. <laughs> okay. But did anyone? I need to know, especially Tilly, because this was your pick. I need to know when yeah. you were a kid. I, when I first met, is it Numair? Mm-hmm. Yes, Numair. I thought, then I had to remind myself, no, no, no. Dane is a, is a child. She's not an adult. I thought there was something going on between Numair and Dane, and I was like, I want them to get together. <laughs> that it, that does happen, Kelly. You're not wrong on picking up on the vibes. I will say, what? unfortunately, Tamora has a bad habit of pairing an older man with a younger girl, and it doesn't happen until, like, Dane is, like, of age in the fourth book. Isn't he married? Um, he's not married, no. What? But they- What? <gasps> What? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but he is, like, her mentor for yeah. the whole series. And it the power dynamic is, like, a yeah, little like bit Celine weird. It's like Celine Dion. Ooh, yeah. And no. I will say, like, I don't know what that is. Mm-hmm. But it happens again and again in, like, kind of all her series where it's, like, the man is older and, like, kind of in a position of authority. It's probably the thing that I think has aged the least well about all her books, unfortunately. Right. <sighs> is but, that what it's like in Atlanta, too? Uh, actually, her maybe, husband, maybe the her husband. What's his name? The Baron. The yeah, the, um, the, George. Yeah, yeah, he's older than her. In the it's like a little bit less weird because he's not a mentor of hers. Yeah. Oh, um, they just meet. They meet, but they meet when she's again quite oh. young, mm-hmm. and then there's like vibes. I don't know, but it's also medieval. You know what I mean? That does happen. Yeah. And unfortunately, because I read this when I was young and impressionable, I'm into it. <laughs> Right, just like that's a problematic thing on my end, um, but you you picked up on it too, Kelly. So I don't feel so. But bad. I was yeah, creeped. I was also yeah, yeah. like because uh, like the little the nickname and the yeah. the kind of like persistence, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, okay. When it, I will say when it does actually happen in the fourth book, it's not Numer's choice; it's Dane's choice to be like, oh, okay, I want to take this to another level. And he actually requires a lot of convincing because he's been feeling all this, like, guilt and, like, it's not right. Like, I've, I've been trying to, like, it's... it's so she, she tries to redeem in the end. Yeah, and... That's and okay, feels, though. And it's not, it like... It feel okay. Like, it doesn't ever feel that icky. It's only when you think about it as an adult. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. I mean, we're not going around trying to convince young girls to date older no. men, so we can like it in books. It's fine. Yeah. Yeah. I and was... he's, he's a delightful character. I yeah. I will forever love him. There's maybe a reason that I ended up with, like, a tall, um, curly-haired, um, kind of, like, big, intelligent mind person in my personal life. <laughs> and maybe that's due to Numair, but we'll never know. We'll never know. <laughs> what was he described as looking like? Is that what he was described as? Do you have like curly hair and stuff? Yeah, I was picturing like, like I, I was not listening to the descriptions. Obviously, I was picturing like tall, like long, like braids, like indigenous man, like one with the earth kind of thing. And I was like, yeah, 
I dig it. He's he's hot and he's hot and he's got a sense of humor. Yeah. And he's like magical. He's like silly. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't take himself very seriously. There's also recently a series that she's started. She's released the first book about New Mare when he was in school, like when he was younger. Oh. Um, <laughs> the first book is called Tempest and Slaughter. I think it came out in like 2019. Okay. And there's supposed to be more books that haven't come out yet. Okay. Uh, I will say in this series, the third book, Emperor Mage, is absolutely my favorite one. Okay. It's so good. They travel to Karthak. So they talk about how in this in this book that Karthak is like trying to go to war with like the emperor and like there's right. all this drama and they travel there on a diplomatic mission. All sorts of shit goes down. It's amazing. Okay. Cool. I have yeah. another question. Yes. <laughs> Not question. <laughs> Thought. <laughs> Okay, I was disappointed in Sarge, because at first I liked him, and then yeah. I got upset, because <laughs> I highlighted it. He was, like, telling the boys to listen, or, yeah, to listen to Dane when she's telling them things about the horses and stuff like that. Yeah. And then he says to her, like, don't worry, it's not your fault, whatever. And then he's like, these city boys see you. You're young, sweet looking. They're going to try to take advantage. Um, Whatever, you know, like... All this stuff. I was like, okay. And then he, like, winks at her and, like, says something. And I'm like, Sarge. Like. <laughs> I know. That was my thing at the beginning. I think before we recorded where I was like, it's the time, you know? Because. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, I think. I don't think Sarge is a bad guy. But I think, like, nowadays, if someone did that to me, I'd be like, no. You know? <laughs> but he meant well. <laughs> I think he's also kind of, in this book specifically, coded as being, like, a big gay man. Oh, really? At least that's how oh, it feels to me. Right? Okay. Um, so I wonder if maybe yeah. that's also, like, what she's trying to do. It, mm. I don't think it works either. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. I think um, I have, this is my only note in the whole book. I have some things highlighted, but this is the only thing I wrote an actual note on. Um, basically... I had the the audiobook helped me a lot mm-hmm. because I read the first like 15 pages of this and I have this line highlighted. Dane mum came the soft reply. Verla Dane Sarasri. And my note on it is this is reminding me of the fantasy TikTok sound where they can't pronounce anything. Oh, no. And it's like I'm on my way to bloop bloop with carl like <laughs> yes. and i was just like i was what? like i have no For fucking what? idea what's going on because every third word is something that i have no idea what it is yeah and i mean fantasy books and i'm like good fantasy books have a way of doing that to you where they just totally fuck your life life up for like (laughs) the first like 50 pages and then you finally are like oh that's what this means yeah but i was like what is going on (laughs) i know her name is ridiculous something that's interesting though is that um there's a bunch of different cultures in this world Mm -hmm. and because where dane comes from the last name is usually like the father's name plus like a a, a suffix yeah it's like son or daughter so hers is daughter of sarah Right, and that's supposed to be, like, shameful because she doesn't know who her father is. Yeah. So it's, like, a way of making her, like, different, and people would, like, make fun of her and, like, mock her and stuff. Mm -hmm. But it is a ridiculous name. You're totally right. It's like, what's what's going on here? I was like, thank God they just call her Dane because that's a mouthful. Absolutely. (laughs) 
I like... Did you guys have a favorite? Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. <laughs> I was just wondering if you had a favorite part. Yes. <laughs> I like... First of all, I like the dream sequence with the badger where she gets the mm-hmm. claw. That's what I was about to say. I was about to say, like, I wanted to know... No- I wanted to know more about the badger and the claw and, like, Same. what does that mean? Because yeah. if she can, like, walk in dreams... Wait a second, that could be good and bad, you know? Like, uh oh. And I also really liked the part where she, like, it, but it was stressful. <laughs> she strapped herself to the rocks and, like, yeah. was trying to talk to the Kraken. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I liked that. So good. Yeah. That was my favorite. <laughs> I really liked all the stuff in the, like, castle or fortress, like Alana's home. Mm-hmm. I really Kurt liked sweet. that. And mm-hmm. her um, her relationship with Alana and the Queen's children and, like, their their little moments together, yeah. I really, really liked. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of sweet stuff there. I agree. I, I love the when they get to the fortress. All these books kind of blend together for me after a while. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like, oh, yeah, all this happens in this book. Wow, I had kind of memories that this all happened later, but okay. <laughs> um, I really love when she all the bats come and, like, attach to her clothes yeah. and she's like, walking around with all the bats and being like all right like what's what do you say little pipistrelle okay i'm gonna consult with my other bat friend and then like getting all the reports and then having all this like military strategy with the animals i think is like so cool yeah yeah the yeah only- when she sends them all off and she's like you're gonna totally wreck their camp and it's like you're in charge of this and you're in charge yeah. of this i was yeah. like yeah overtake yeah. yeah i liked when they were talking about um how like because she didn't want the animals to fight at first, because she's like, it's not their yeah. fight, I don't want them to die. And I don't remember who said it, it was Numer or Onua or both of them, but they were like, well, if they want to fight, then they should be allowed to fight, because it's also their home, and like, yeah. you know, like, we have human friends, but they're putting their lives on the line here, so if they want to, go for it. If not, they don't have to, <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, yeah, but, like, teach them how to do it yeah. safely, if that's your concern. Yeah, yeah. and defend yeah. themselves or hide or, yeah. So the only animal thing that wasn't, like, a creepy spider thing that I was like, <laughs> was when she woke up and it wasn't a cat giving birth. If I woke up yeah. and there was a cat giving birth right there, I'd be like, oh, <laughs> right on your bed. But I would love to wake up to cats on my bed or to, you know, bats up on the little tent or the lean-to, you know? I would love to, like, have just animals around me. Because, like, she knows that she's safe. It's not like a, oh my gosh, you know? I just think, yeah. my Disney princess <laughs> dream. It truly is, yeah. <laughs> oh, I have to talk to Dane. I have to get her insight. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for joining us for our last installment of our Childhood Favorites. You can join us next time while we read Babel by R.F. Kwong, which we are all so excited about. If you want to see more from us, you can follow us on Instagram at BYO Book Podcast or on TikTok at Bring Your Own Book Podcast. And until next time, keep on drinking in great stories. Cheers! Next time on the Bring Your Own Book Podcast. By the time Professor Richard Lovell found his way through Canton's narrow alleys to the faded address in his diary, the boy was the only one in the house left alive.